0: We are just moments away from Donald Trump surrendering in Fulton County, Georgia, following his indictment and 18 other co-defendants being indicted in a sprawling RICO criminal case being prosecuted by the fearless Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis. We will bring you all the details surrounding Trump's surrender in Fulton County, Georgia, as they take place, pull up the screen right there. We can see what's happening in real time. Hours before Donald Trump's surrender, it was announced that his lead criminal defense lawyer in the Fulton County criminal case Drew Finling, who weirdly calls himself the billion-dollar lawyer, is out. There he is right there with Cardi B. Off the legal team. <laughs> Goodbye, Drew Finling. And new lawyer by the name of Steve Sadow is in. This is chaos disorganization that engulfs everything and everyone in Donald Trump's orbit and life. MAGA stands for Make Attorneys Get a Attorneys. And as we see that motorcade right there, all I think is our tax dollars that have to be spent on this disgusting, treasonous trader. But I digress. Speaking of disgusting, treasonous traders, Let's talk about Trump's co-defendant, Mark Meadows, also his former chief of staff. Earlier in the day, Meadows and other co-defendants were booked in Fulton County and had their mugshots taken. There they are. Meadows begged a federal court, please judge block my surrender. And the federal court rejected that. Next week, there is a big evidentiary hearing on Mark Meadows' notice. Trying to remove the state court criminal case to federal court. We will talk about Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis's powerful opposition brief using Mark Meadows' words against him. It was brilliant. Here's a lesson to Trump and his co defendants do not call Fawny Willis's bluff. She ain't bluffing. Trump, former lawyer and co-defendant Ken Chesbrough filed a demand this week for a speedy trial saying he was ready to start trial immediately. Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis said, OK, bet. Let's go. October 23rd, 2023, let's do the trial. And then Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee set the trial date for October 23rd, 2023, forcing Donald Trump and others to file a motion saying, "Hey, not us. Ken Chesbro can go, but we are not ready." Typical, typical Trump delay, delay, delay. Something called the GOP presidential debate, I think that's what they're still calling it. It took place uh last night. It resembled, I don't even know, it was some of the most bizarre, dystopian, Russian propaganda-style crap that I've ever seen. We will give you all the lowlights of what took place there. Donald Trump, meanwhile, too cowardly. There he is, Ron DeSantis, getting his makeup. Donald Trump, too cowardly to show up for the GOP debate, went on Tucker Carlson, where (laughs) He spoke about, you know, important issues facing America, like how Jeffrey Epstein was a fixture in Florida, how January 6th was a very interesting day filled with love and hope, Donald Trump said, and how President Biden has skinny legs. What in the world? MAGA Republicans in the House of Representatives are trying to interfere with Fulton County District Attorney Phony Willis's criminal process prosecution. They sent her a letter today making a bunch of demands and demanding that she complies with them immediately. The same old story with Jim Jordan, who's not a licensed lawyer and all these MAGA Republicans in the House. What a joke. And you got President Joe Biden calling out the MAGA Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, for trying to take credit for Biden's infrastructure projects. McCarthy went to Syracuse and was acting like The plant that he was at that got money from Biden's infrastructure project was because of McCarthy and Biden wasn't having it. We got a lot to talk about today. Brett is off. So we are joined by the fourth brother. Let's Let's go. go. (laughs) We got Michael Cohen. And you see Cohen gives just a little bit of a different uh, energy for the Ben introduction there. Michael Cohen, Jordy, how are you doing? I guess we'll start off with with Cohen's in Brett's place.
1: Well. Right now, as I'm watching, the same thing that I'm certain that all of the you know watchers right now on this show and we, I wish that we can put it up and have it live. The Mandarin Mussolini is just about ready to enter into this shit house. Um, you know, I'm sorry, it's, uh, Fulton County, whatever the hell this jail is. I mean, this looks like Rikers Island in Atlanta. I couldn't be happier. I hope that. You know, I hope that this experience for him is unlike the other three experiences that Donald the Di- Diaper Donald Wright ended up um, <laughs> having to deal with. Here's the crazy thing: look at the look at the the caravan that brought him to this Fulton County Jail. Who else would get treatment like this? I mean. This is absolutely absurd. There's, what, 20 vehicles there? You have, and not to include the, what is it, 12 or 14 motorcycle um, state police officers? I mean, who the hell is this guy that all of a sudden he should have a motorcade? He's not the president of the United States. He is an indicted defendant. Nothing more, nothing less. Do you have any idea you brought this up, Ben, in your opening statement? I wonder how much this is costing the taxpayer. This is absurd. Why should they shut down roads and let this guy feel like a celebrity as he's going to get booked for being a criminal? He should not be entitled to this type of service. Look, he has his Secret Service protection, and by law, he's entitled to that. And I'm all good with that. You're the President of the United States, you get Secret Service for life. But do you really need a caravan of, you know, or this motorcade of 35, 40 people to bring you in, like Nero, who just conquered Rome? What kind of BS is this? This is nonsense. He should sit in traffic like everybody else. That means he has to leave. You know, at this point, I think he was in mar uh, or he was in Bedminster, New Jersey. He he would need to leave early to make sure that his private plane doesn't get immediate access off the tarmac. Right. And that while he's in the air, he automatically knows when he lands that he's not going to have police escorts. They're not going to shut the roads down, but he still needs to get to the jail to you know, surrender during the appropriate time period. Instead, we make him into like a super celebrity. Shame on all of us.
0: Well, I think it is important that the coverage be adjusted to reflect that he is a criminal treasonous traitor and that we should not be afraid to say that. Although you gave the example of Nero, who was better known for playing the fiddle while Rome burned and being an incredibly Mm -hmm. decadent and
2: unpopular individual who who led Rome. Jordy, how are you doing? benji i'm doing well mc i was thinking to myself i'm like boy brett's new york accent got really thick these days i didn't know mc it's such a pleasure to have you on obviously brett Hope you're doing great, man. On vacation, we miss you here, but we're holding it down. I find it funny. There's an ongoing joke on the Midas Touch podcast, Michael. That <laughs> anytime Brett has something planned—a haircut, or a dinner, or just or something, or maybe a long trip that he's planned a long time in advance—something groundbreaking usually happens during those times. So it's mm-hmm. great to bring in the fourth brother, Michael Cohen, and just really get get to it, Ben. I'm excited to talk about last night. Obviously, we're going to have you know the breaking news coverage that as, as it proceeds tonight. But this is going to be a really historic. An interesting and great show so buckle up folks
0: So let's talk about what's happened in the past 30 40 minutes trump went wheels down in atlanta ahead of his surrender at fulton county jail um we've can confirm from cnn's reporting that trump is actually working with a local bonding company to cover his $200,000 bail. It's reported by the Atlanta Journal Constitution and CNN. Charles Shaw, the CEO of Lawrenceville-based Foster Bail Bonds, LLC, said he'll be posting Trump's bail. Shout out to Tamar Hallerman right there for confirming that as well. Um, And as David Arenberg says as well, this is somewhat surprising because it means a $30,000 $30,000 non refundable payment to the bond company. And you see the bond company there already doing some self promotion with Charles Shaw making that confirmation. Um, we can talk a little bit about the consent bond order um, that Donald Trump's lawyers, when he was being represented by Drew Finling, who's no longer Donald Trump's counsel, uh, agreed to. If we can pull up the consent bond order, it was a two bond um, right there. Uh, And as we now know that Trump is actually having a bond company cover uh, that payment. Again, that means $30,000 will be uh, non-refundable. If we go to the next page of the consent bond order where it talks about some additional conditions that were imposed on Donald Trump, it says that He shall appear in court as uh, directed by the court um, and that defendant shall perform no act to intimidate any person known to him or to her to be a co-defendant or witness in this case or to otherwise obstruct the administration of justice. This shall include but is not limited to the following, and it talks about that he may not make direct or indirect threats of any nature or intimidating acts of any nature Anywhere on social media, even through reposts against witnesses, other co defendants, the community. Donald Trump has been whining about this consent order, but again, as the name suggests, it's a consent order. It's something that Donald Trump uh, agreed to. And as of right now, we are learning that Donald Trump has surrendered in that Fulton County jail, which means the steps now that are being taken, which we've seen with other people like Mark Meadows earlier today who had his mugshot taken um, when they get booked. There they are, numerous other people who have been booked. You get booked, you get your mugshot taken, you get your weight taken, you get... Um, Uh, you just go through the normal process that everybody has to do who goes through the Fulton County uh, jail system as well. Um, I want to just remind everyone that we have a live feed going. So if there is any important updates as well, we will be able to capture it right here uh, on the screen. So you don't have to worry about going anywhere else. We've got the camera up. So if there is you know, a lot of this stuff is going to be happening indoors, um, so there are no cameras from any network that's actually inside the Fulton County Jail. There will be cameras inside the courthouse when Donald Trump is ultimately arraigned, and that date is what we'll find out when that gets scheduled next. Fawny Willis had previously requested the first week of September for the arraignment of Donald Trump and the other uh, co-defendants, but... Uh, Cohen, anything that you're seeing now that is unusual or different or, you know, obviously we talked earlier in the show about how offensive that motorcade is. I recall video of uh, former President Jimmy Carter, who's in all of our thoughts and prayers um, Mm -hmm. right now as well going on airplanes with maybe one secret service or no secret service and being a true man of the people, a person of the people. Um, what do you, yeah, when what do you he think worked for,
1: When he worked for Habitat for Humanity and you saw him out there in the hot weather at the age of, I think it was like, what, 92 with a hammer in the nail helping to build something for somebody else. But we wouldn't expect anything like that from Donald. I am not only offended by the size of this motorcade, the expense that we the taxpayers will be flipping for this animal to be you know, brought in like a king. I'm offended by it, but I'll tell you what else I'm offended by. I'm offended by the fact that his bond for trying to overturn a free and fair election, something I warned the entire country. In fact, I warned the entire world was going to happen years ago. I'm offended that it's only $200,000. My bond, which was for paying a porn star, not to talk about pulling the Mandarin Mussolini's mushroom pecker, was $500,000. $500,000, two and a half times the amount of a guy who's trying to overturn a free and fair election, who is stepping all over the Constitution and basically putting our democracy in jeopardy. I'm offended by it. Now, I'm happy that it's a it's a number. But it should be a number that's proportionate to the number of of counts that he's being charged with and the severity of the counts. I don't understand. Now, look, mine, of course, is New York. This is Georgia. Maybe things are more expensive in New York City. I don't know the answer why, but I really wish that somebody and I've called everybody. I've called every genius that I know. Please explain to me how mine could possibly be two and a half times that of Donald Trump. And, you know, my crimes paled in comparison.
0: Cohen, I I want to interrupt you. I want to interrupt you here just because we have some new breaking news. The jail record search details for Donald Trump have now been completed and you're never going to believe some of these statistics right here in terms of what it says about donald trump if, if we can pull this up um salty in in just a moment it says that donald trump is 6 3 and weighs 215 pounds okay it says let
1: me t- i gotta tell you what happened here they he refused to get on the scale that's what happened and he told him how tall he was this is absolutely inaccurate. Obviously, he doesn't weigh 215.
2: All right. And so, um, so you're saying he self-reported his stats here? Correct. He self-reported. Well, well uh, you know, it's full so transparent. there. it is right there, Jordy,
0: just so just so yeah. people can have it. So, Jordy, what were you going to say as we show?
2: <laughs> well, uh, I mean, just to put it in, in, in comparison here and like, look, not that it's a, a big deal or anything, you know, his height and weight or whatnot, it's just so. Obvious that he self-report. I'm two fourteen for our audience. I just weighed myself the other day. Granted, I'm hoping a little bit more of that's muscle, but hey, uh, it's just so bonkers to me, MC, that he could self-report in this situation. Is, is yeah, that yeah. is that typical? Yeah. No, no. You know, what they do
1: is they make you stand in front of the wall and the wall is nothing more than a, you know, a height chart. And then they ask you to step on a scale. In his case, they probably brought him to the back where they weigh the beef. Right. Or if you ever see something like, you know, uh, deadliest catch when they, you know, they cut the head off, they cut the tail off and then they weigh the body. Right. They put it up onto one of those, you know, suspending type of scales. Donald is 215, like I'm seven foot two and center for the New York Knicks, right? (laughs) This is the biggest, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I mean, how about it? He would have gone 245, right? Then people would be like, you know, maybe he's on Ozempic and so on, you know, and who knows, you know, maybe he lost some weight. He's kicking back on some of those KFC and McDonald's, you know, maybe, you know, he's watching himself. Who knows? Right? But- 215? Come on, man. I mean, give me Yeah, I'm
0: I'm with you. The the 215 is just more embarrassing than any number you could possibly be just because it just shows the complete and utter delusion. 6'3", 215. Here, just pull it up. He's probably got
1: 30 pounds. Ben, he probably is 30 pounds of shit in his diaper that weighs. And it should be 245. Easy. Easy, salty. Pull, pull, up,
0: pull up the jail records just so everybody can see him. We can take a look at it together. You see up there it says that his hair is blonde or strawberry, um, white male, 6'3", 215 pounds, just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, um, although I'm going to show you Donald Trump's interview with Tucker Carlson in a little bit. So that is more ridiculous. But um, it goes on to say violation of the Georgia go racketeer influence and actation, a violation of oath by a public officer, conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer, conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree, Conspiracy to commit false statements and writings. Conspiracy to commit filing false documents. Conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree. Conspiracy to commit false statements and writings. Filing false statements. Solicitation of violation of oath by a public officer. False statements and writings. Solicitation of violation of oath by a public officer. False statements and writings. By the way, I think Mark Meadows, I want to find his uh, jail record search from earlier. I believe Meadows was reported at 240. Um, Do you think it's
1: possible that the guy's dyslexic and maybe he meant 251 or 521? I I mean, there's got to be something wrong going on here. You know, this really makes them look bad, to be very honest with you. I don't believe that there's a single person in this country that will turn around and say, even MAGA supporters will turn around and say, Donald's not 215, right? I mean, it's just so absurd. And by the way, he's not strawberry. He's not blonde. He's Miss Clairol number six, the same color that Ivanka
2: uses. <laughs> yeah, well, see, I mean, look, it's so obvious too. And it just plays to a larger pattern that we've it's seen true. here from Chubb. Is like, he's just willing to lie about everything. And the cultists will always believe it. Like, look, it's funny to chuckle at this like incredibly wild miscalculation of of, of what he had self-reported here. But it really goes on to show you like he's very consistent with his lying. He's very consistent with his narcissism. And he lives in his own MAGAverse. It's, it's truly, truly bizarre. Sorry, but I think you were going to say something. No,
0: there are the cameras. Everybody's watching the cameras right outside the Fulton County Jail where Donald Trump has just surrendered and apparently self-reported his height and weight at 6'3", 200 and 15 pounds. Earlier in the day, Mark Meadows was booked. I think we have the photo of Mark Meadows and others. Mark Meadows was reported weighing 240 pounds. Jordy, I, I, I think you make the, the broader point there, though, of here's someone who is just so delusional. And it just further highlights that everything is a lie where you have a thousand people at an event. It's the biggest rally you've ever seen, a hundred thousand people when it's not, you know. And then we'll show things like, okay, this is a Taylor Swift concert, this is what a hundred thousand people looks like. And this is the Donald Trump event, usually in a pretty small town or city in a red state where the entire town is not comprised of more than a few thousand people. So even if everybody in the town showed up, they wouldn't make more than five or 10,000 people there. But it's just lie after lie after lie and chaos on top of chaos. So earlier in the day, we'll keep the camera there in case there's anything that pops up on camera and we'll continue to bring you breaking news as soon as the mugshot uh, becomes available as well. And I could assure you it's not going to be someone who's 6'3 and 215 pounds in that mugshot. But earlier in the day, we learned that Donald Trump's lead lawyer, Drew Finling, who refers to himself as the billion dollar lawyer who represents a lot of hip hop artists and rappers in the Atlanta area. There's Drew Finling with Cardi B. He's off the team. There's conflicting data out there about whether Drew Finling uh, resigned, whether he was fired or what the circumstances surrounding it are. Suffice to say that this follows a very common pattern of people who representing Donald Trump abruptly leaving right before um, kind of key dates and key moments are just leaving at all times. Occam's razor, the most obvious explanation being the one that's correct, tells us that it's probably Donald Trump not paying his bills to the so-called billion-dollar lawyer. Um, you know, it was always odd that Drew Findling took this representation in the first place i know of drew finling by his reputation he has always been represented to me as someone who's a fairly kind of pragmatic pretty good criminal defense lawyer in the atlanta area he's got this billion dollar lawyer shtick which is a little cringy but i i hear he's actually a pretty decent and good lawyer and not like a trump person at all So you can actually see when Drew Finling was like representing Donald Trump. And we we have some videos uh, with Drew Finling, like how it was clearly like hurting him, like he struggled with it, like he went on Ari Melber and didn't know how to answer the most basic question about whether it was a free and fair election in 2020 and whether he believes the results to be accurate and whether he believes that Donald Trump lost the election let me show you this video from a few months back of Drew Finling. You can just see, like, he was fumbling and was not the right person for this. I mean, in order to be the right person, you've got to be Giuliani, Eastman, or Sidney Powell, or an unindicted co-conspirator or co-defendant. Here, play this clip of Findling.
1: You wouldn't acknowledge that Donald Trump lost Did the Georgia me? election?
0: I, I'm, I am. That's a good. That's an easy one. Do you acknowledge that, Drew? No. Now, I'm focused. Let me tell you what I'm focused on. I'm focused on
2: being a criminal defense attorney and seeing yep. that my client is being swept up in what has, to me, been a ridiculous circus atmosphere, special purpose grand jury. No, and, you, and an you made impact, that point, but. Not only but, in this but, case, not only in this case, but on other cases. You That's made that point, focus, but do you, do you acknowledge Ari. I'm not going to sit there. Do you acknowledge that he to, lost his job to other
0: political people? Why don't even why would we even talk about that? Because you're on a political show. There is the motorcade leaving after Donald Trump surrendered at Fulton County Jail. That's what you're watching right now. Donald Trump apparently self-reported his height at 6'3", 215 pounds, just showing you also in Jordy. It's a great point. Yeah. This is a delusional, dangerous person who... This is a game for him. This is
1: the most offensive thing that I am watching. My blood is boiling right now. And you know what? I'm certain that the that you know the um Midas Touch Network followers who are with us right now, I'm sure your blood's boiling, too. You have police lining the street. You have roads blocked off. You have a motorcade of forty with the motorcycles, the police. This is absolute nonsense. This guy is being treated like royalty. What did he spend in there? Twenty minutes? Fifteen minutes? Not only is it that he spent fifteen minutes in there, he spent it. They probably took a mugshot, which takes all of eleven seconds. He refused to get up and to stand probably by the wall. Said he's six foot three and two fifteen. Probably didn't even definitively did not stand on a scale. That's for sure. Right. And now they're leaving and they're going to go back to the son of a bitch's 757. And he's going to take a look at this. Look at the roads are all shut down for the mango Mussolini. Seriously, let him sit in traffic. I mean, this is insane. And then he's going to get into his 757. He's going to fly back. I think he's going back to Bedminster and where he's going to end up doing some sort of a fundraiser for Rudy Colludi, drunken Giuliani, $100,000 a plate. And he's going to sit there and he's going to turn around and talk about how this whole thing is a witch hunt. They stole the election from him. He's going to go on and on about the same repetitive thing because that's just what he's wired to do. And now he's going to have all of his people. And I know it because while we were while you were talking, I looked onto my cell phone. I already got six text messages from various different people asking for money. Can you believe what the radical left is doing? <laughs> dear Patriot, dear American, dear supporter, dear Donald fan. I mean, you know, 50, 100, 5,000, 25,000. I mean, are they insane? I mean. How much money is this costing for this 10, 15 minutes of nonsense? And all of these people, right, that are in part of this motorcade, I am so offended by it. I'm offended by the 200,000. I'm offended by the motorcade. I'm offended by the fact that he's being treated exactly the way he wants to be treated, as if this is his country. He is the autocrat, the monarch, the dictator, the fuhrer. No, he's not. He is an indicted, four-time indicted defendant. Nobody should be treated like this. Not Donald Trump, no one.
0: We are monitoring here. As soon as a mugshot is available, we will share that with you. There's a lot of disinformation and AI taking place on social media now. So I would just tell all of our viewers and listeners to be very careful about what it is that you're posting right now until we can get accurate information and confirm accurate information and confirm that the uh, purported mugshot that's being circulated is real. We have people who are vetting that and going through that process right now. So the new lawyer uh, is someone by the name of Steve Say Dow, uh, a well-known criminal defense lawyer as well in Georgia all of my sources tell me a very uh, smart lawyer a very sharp lawyer but you already see steve saidal with the statement that he issued today and uh, i'm not sure if we have the statement that he issued though kind of already you know going through the you know sucking up to donald trump and like y- this this is not how you have to be a lawyer And he goes, I have been retained to represent, again, it's Donald Trump. He's not the president anymore. So you can say former President Trump or just say defendant Trump. I have been retained to represent Trump in the Fulton County, Georgia case. And it goes, the president, again, he's not the president. And it goes should never have been indicted. He is innocent of all charges brought against him. We look forward to the case being dismissed or, if necessary, an unbiased, open minded jury finding that he is not guilty. Prosecutions intended to advance or serve the ambitious and careers of political opponents of him have no place in our justice system posting this at the very same time that Donald Trump is fundraising to the tune of tens of millions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars grifting off of his supporters to pay these legal bills. And look, I have no problem, whether it's Drew Finling or Steve Seydow, if someone wants to be a criminal defense lawyer, if someone wants to represent Mm -hmm. even Donald Trump I'm okay with that. The Sixth Amendment provides everybody has the right to competent criminal defense counsel. It is a constitutional right. And so you don't hear me talking about some of Donald Trump's lawyers who are not the ones who go on TV and spread this propaganda. And if Drew Finling didn't do that, I, I wouldn't be showing you those videos as well. But the moment you start having these people act like Joe Tacapino and, you know, act like Finling did there or Alina Haba or anything like that. It becomes an entirely different conversation, and that's where I become deeply, deeply critical, especially now of this Steve Dow. And for everybody saying he's a great criminal defense lawyer, he knows that statement is BS. He knows better. That's not how what you need to do or say to represent uh, a client. Cohen, your thoughts, and Jordy? <sighs>
2: Going. where do we so, even where do we even take it from I there am
1: so i am so again flabbergasted at the treatment that he's receiving i'll tell you another thing that i find offensive, something that you've heard a thousand times if you've been watching any news station whatsoever oh this fulton county jail is disgusting it it's like 10 times worse than rikers island it's possibly considered one of the dirtiest and grossest jails in the United States. There's so many conversations going on. Donald is not going to be happy when he has to go into this Fulton County jail in order to surrender, you know, to Fannie Willis, to the DA, and, you know, under this indictment and so on. He was there for less than 15 minutes, right? Oh, my God, what did he get, dirt on his Brioni suit? I mean, this is so offensive, the buildup that was going around. Donald should be sitting right now like everybody was, like I was, in a fucking cage, okay? Sitting in a cage for hours, waiting for these people to come there and to put you against the wall to take a photo of you so that they can actually get your height and then put you onto a scale so they can get your legitimate weight. You see, the surrender part is so that they actually know who the person is exactly. And that way, if in fact he doesn't show up, they can say, Yeah, strawberry blonde fat guy 315 goes by the name of donald the diaper don you know trump (laughs) blah 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 right they have actual information on the individual well if that's the case why why would they allow him to self-report they should Mm -hmm. not have and i don't care that he's the former president i don't care that he's traveling with a motorcade of 40 This is so offensive. It is so opposite. If they said that they were going to treat him like they treat all the other defendants, then treat him the same. Give a fair and accurate statement of his weight. Give a fair and accurate statement of his height. If he doesn't have to check in on height and weight, nobody else should have either. He is not above the law. If this is the routine, why are they breaking it? I don't understand. And you know what this does? It puts into people's minds that this is going to happen again and again and again, all right, as the process continues, that they are going to give him opportunities and rights that nobody else has. How is this going to affect the trials, whether it's October 23rd, you know, which is now going to be this, you know, cheesebroke case uh, that Donald wants to remove himself from and all, which makes perfect sense to me, or the New York Attorney General case uh, in the, you know, October 3rd or whatever the date is, Um, or the March case for the DA Alvin Bragg or any of the other cases that are coming to trial. Is he going to get special treatment? Seriously?
2: Cohen, I I think those are all incredibly fair points. You're speaking from someone with experience who literally lived through this and lived through those processes. The one silver lining, as I'm trying to take silver linings from this moment and think about, you know, maybe, you know, why did they let himself report? Well, maybe that was just one of the things that they said, OK, fine, because ultimately at the end of the day, what we're going to walk away with tonight is that Trump mugshot that I know a lot of us have been waiting for. So I'm, I'm excited for that. And then still looking at those silver linings and Cohen, you raise a ton of great points, 15 minutes in and out the motorcade, the excessive use of taxpayer dollars in order to get him there. In my opinion, he still had to get there. He still had to wake his fat ass up, get out of bed, go all the way from Mar a Largo, all the way to Georgia, and take that mugshot and be booked, be processed. And now he's on his way out. But at least he did those steps. Is my you know, except except Holo Jordy. This is what
1: he's supposed to get. One of these, right? You know, they put you up against a wall. Look how dark my hair was there, right? My God. Oh you know,
2: that's a and, good that's a good and, mugshot. You know,
1: Yeah, well, I'm a good looking dude. You know, and you are. I I didn't say otherwise. Listen, me neither. Neither do do I. Anyway, you know, the point (laughs) is, why is he any different? Why is he any different than me? Why is he any different than the than the other 11 individuals that have already surrendered? He is not. And we have to stop giving him latitude. We have to stop making him feel like he is a king. He is not. He wants to be. And that's what we're fighting for. That's why I joined Midas Touch Network. That's why you, my brothers, right? And that's why, because we're all joined in a common belief. And the belief Mm -hmm. is that democracy must continue. Well, not the way it's going this way. This guy's traveling as if this is his country, as if he's royalty. They're shutting streets down for him. I want the streets shut down for me when I'm going downtown in order to testify for the district attorney. All right? I don't want to sit in traffic. In fact, I want them to send a motorcade for me. You know what I did? I took a fucking Uber. I took a cab. I took the train. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is insane. This guy's flying on a 757, which is his. I get it. He can fly on whatever he wants. But he gets immediate clearance with motorcades. They're shutting down roads. You know, he's being treated differently than everyone else and if they want to say that he's going to be treated no different then treat him no different do i need to pull out my my you know federal id card again i mean he needs to be walking around with that thing too he needs yep. to stand on the wall and he needs to stand on the scale and he needs to be treated exactly like everybody else
0: there is a fake mug shot going around Uh, That's why we put the words fake over it. We have not posted this without the words fake on it anywhere. And as part of our rigorous due diligence process here, I want to assure everybody who watches the Midas Touch Network that we do a painstaking job behind the scenes before showing you anything. And I know there are a lot of other places and a lot of other People who have posted that and saying that is the real mugshot. It is not. I want to make that clear. As soon as the real mugshot is made available, we will be posting that as well. But for now, rather than calling him Donald Trump, we will refer to him as inmate number 2313827 who is not 6'3", 215 pounds at all, but we will refer to him as his inmate booking number right there. What is 21- the number
1: that I saw pop up uh, live on CNN? Uh, P0112, something like th- uh, P01135809. That's his inmate number.
0: Yeah, and what I read is his booking number two right. three no, one. His inmate number
1: just popped up. It's on uh, the screen right now. PO one one three five eight o nine. I should send him a letter. Dear PO one one three five eight o nine, right, and sign it eight six o six seven 54 o five four.
0: <laughs> I want to talk about, you mentioned this October 23rd trial date of Ken Chesbro. Ken Chesbro filed a speedy trial demand and under Georgia law, that means that the case has to be tried in this term or the next term. Don't know if he was trying to call Thony Willis's bluff, but she was ready to go and told the judge, all right, let's specially set this for the next term. October 23rd, 2023. I also want to talk about Mark Meadows motion to try to or notice trying to remove the case from state court to federal court. And then, of course, we got to talk about the GOP debate, what Donald Trump did when he went on Tucker to try to counter program the GOP debate, that
2: and much more after we take our first quick break of the day. Jewelry is having a big moment right now, and with hundreds of products popping up in your feed every day, it can be hard to find a brand you trust. Alex and Ani has been creating meaningful jewelry for over 20 years, designing pieces that connect you with all of life's important moments. With an emphasis on value, there's truly something for everyone. You might be most familiar with their signature charm bangle. This bracelet literally created the category of meaningful jewelry and had you stacking charms from your wrist to your elbow. This piece is an icon for a reason. Completely size inclusive, each bracelet is adorned with a symbol designed to tell your story and express your unique style. Beyond the bangle you'll find stylish, affordable jewelry for every occasion from classic pieces to bold statement looks. Don't know where to start? Alex and Ani makes it easy to unpack the trends you're after and sprinkle in your personality too. Each piece comes with a personalized message and meaning truly making it the perfect gift. You can take comfort in knowing that you're shopping with a socially conscious brand as well. To date, Alex and Ani has donated over $60 million to nonprofits worldwide, connecting fashion and philanthropy in an easy, fun, affordable way. Visit alexandani.com right now to discover the confidence that comes with a perfectly accessorized piece of jewelry. Right now, Alex and Ani is offering our audience 20% off with code MIDAS at checkout. Again, head to alexandani.com. That's A-L-E-X-A-N-D-A-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I- and use code MIDAS at checkout for 20% off your order. Oh, hey, when did you get here? Let's take a quick break to talk about our next partner, Henson Shaving. Look, everyone knows how annoying cheap razors are. The cuts, the irritation, the frustration. And don't get me started with subscription razor services. The headaches that those can cause. That's why you gotta meet Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS. That's the International Space Station and Mars Rover, and now they're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Razor blades, they're like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble, the more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave, it, it isn't a blade problem, it's an extension problem. By using aerospace-grade CNC machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend just 0.0013 inches, which is less than the thickness of human hair. That means a secure and stable blade with a vibration-free shave. It gets better. The razor has built-in channels to evacuate hair and cream, which makes clogging virtually impossible. Seriously, Henson shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no obsolescence. The Henson razor, it works with standard dual edge blades to give you that old school shave with the benefit of new school tech. Once you own the Henson razor, it's only about $3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. My first shave with the Henson razor was incredibly refreshing. The design is sleek and the durability is top notch. The Henson razor is truly much better than your run of the mill quote unquote traditional razor brand. And the affordability factor is absolutely game changing. No more wasting your money on expensive blades. With Henson shaving, you get a year of blades for just $5. Okay, so here's what you have to do. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash Midas to pick the razor for you and use code Midas and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash midas and use code midas and now back to the video
0: welcome back to the midas touch podcast joined by jordy brett is off for the evening and we've got the fourth brother michael cohen filling in and michael cohen absolutely and before we took a break Cohen, I think you were reflecting the kind of anger that we all have about Donald Trump being treated differently. And it's as something as yes, it is embarrassing Geordie you have your to also side. know
1: and I hate to say it, not to interrupt you here, but I tell you what I really hate. I know the guy better than anybody and I know exactly what he's thinking right this exact moment. I truly do. Right now, he is sitting, if you can go to it, uh, Salty, and if you could see what's going on right now live, he's been sitting in the truck in the Suburban literally for about seven minutes on our dime because he has to come out and he has to make an appearance. You wait for
3: there
0: me. There he is right there, Cohen. Let us not wait you
1: for
3: you. Said challenge an election, you should be able to challenge an election. I thought the election was a rigged election, a stolen election. And I should have every right to do that. As you know, you have many people that you've been watching over the years do the same thing, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Stacey Abrams or many others. When you uh, have that great freedom to challenge, you have to be able to, otherwise you're going to have very dishonest elections. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And everybody knows it. I've never had such support. And that goes with the other ones, too. What they're doing is election interference. They're trying to interfere with an election. There's never been anything like it in our country before. This is their way of campaigning. And this is one instance, but you have three other instances. It's election interference. So I want to thank you for being here. We did nothing wrong at all. And we have every right, every single right, to challenge an election that we think is dishonest, that we think it's very dishonest. So thank you all very much, and I'll see you uh, very soon. Thank you very much.
0: The despicable words from a treasonous traitor right there who has caused more harm to our democracy than anybody in the history of the United States of America. And as I watch that treasonous traitor get on an airplane that he grifts off supporters for i want to turn to you michael cohen who as you stated before he spoke know him better than just about anybody out there you know his criminal traitorous mindset you know how much he hates our democracy hates our country And wants to destroy it. It's very easy to say that yet other media networks shy away from that and want to normalize that behavior. What you saw right there is him doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on his criminality. There was not any questions that needed to be raised in Georgia or elsewhere. You have the Republican governor of Georgia, the Republican secretary of state of Georgia, the Republican lieutenant governor of Georgia, the Republican leadership in Georgia, all recognizing that it was the safest election and most secure election in Georgia history. You have Donald Trump losing 70 cases federal cases, state cases, cases in front of judges who he appointed, and to have such a despicable individual spew those lies the way he did, it is so shameful. It's a shameful day for our country to see that filth right there.
1: Yeah, look, as I was saying before, the the fact is, Donald spent more time sitting in that SUV, waiting to make an appearance. Everything with him is a show. That's why I'm offended by the 40-man motorcade. It's why I'm offended by the fact that they have shut down the roads. They are making him feel like he's more than what he is, an indicted defendant coming to surrender, to have your height, your weight, your mugshot taken, your fingerprints, et cetera. That's all that he is. And that's what he should be treated at. He sits in that SUV for almost as long Almost as long as it took him to get in and out of that despicable, disgusting jail that everybody's been talking about for days now. Oh, Donald is going to have a heart attack when he goes inside that place. It's really a shithole. Yeah. He wasn't in there long enough to catch a staph infection. I mean, this is insane. And then all of a sudden, Lardass comes out, and here comes the motorcade again. And then, without any humility, without any without any honor, what does he do? He attacks Fonnie Willis again. He attacks all the prosecutors. It's stolen. He did everything right. Victim, victim, victim. That's all that he does. He plays the victim card. Oh, I had every right to do it. I had every right. It was a perfect phone call. Everything is perfect. I did it all right. He goes, everybody knows it. No, no, everybody doesn't know it only everybody that lives between your left ear and your right ear knows it. Nobody else believes it. All right. So don't speak for the whole world. You want to speak for yourself, speak for yourself. But speaking for yourself is what you got you now for indictments. But there's no humility. He comes out. He stands in front. It's again, it's like, He thinks he's the king. He's got all these police force around him. He's got the cameras going. This is the oxygen that this man needs to breathe. And it's the oxygen that's predicated on owning the airwaves. You know, Donald's true belief is that there is no such thing as bad press, even if it means going into surrender for your fourth indictment. All right. He's going to now grift off this as much as he can. They're going to delay it. He's praying to God that he has some chance of winning the election. He's going to create a constitutional issue like has never, ever been, forget about seen before in this country, has never been contemplated by anyone in the country. Could you imagine if he's held and found guilty in Georgia or found guilty in the DA of Manhattan, Alvin Bragg case? What are you going to do? You're going to send the police over to, you know, to D.C., to the White House to come lock them up. Good luck fighting. It'll be a firefight between police and Secret Service and the FBI. I mean, this is going to create a constitutional issue that no one's even talking about. And that's really why truly Midas Touch Network is the place where you want to come in order to get information, because we will tell you things that are honest, they're truthful, they're, they're factual, and they make sense. I mean, could you imagine how much nonsense has been spewed right now by media talking about how disgusting this Fulton County jail is, that Donald is not going to be going in? Donald barely even spent a minute breathing the air in there. This is wrong. Treat him the same. I don't understand this. Treat him the same according to what everybody said, as they're going to treat everybody else. It's just wrong.
0: Donald Trump self, for those just joining us, self-reported that he's 6'3 and weighs 215 pounds, uh, and there it is right there in his booking information from the Fulton County Jail, but in contrast, when he was arraigned in Manhattan in connection with Alvin Bragg's uh, ongoing criminal prosecution of Trump for making the hush money payments, where Michael Cohen is a witness in that case, Donald Trump told police he weighed two hundred and 40 pounds and stood at six feet, two inches when he was arraigned there. So he apparently grew an inch and lost about 25 pounds as well, and he was not 240 pounds there either. Um, But the broader point here, Jordy, you made it. He lies about everything. Mm -hmm. And Michael Cohen, you made it, which is it is the middle finger to our justice system to have him just show up and give false data. And it creates a not actual precedent, but at least a feeling amongst the public that it's just going to be lie after lie after lie. And you just got to say, stand on the scale and shut up and do what you're told, because you if you are going to be treated no different, that's what it means when the sheriff of Fulton County says he's going to be treated no different. The inmates that show up don't get to don't get to say, hey, I weigh 135 pounds. You know, no, they have to go through a process. They have to go through a process. Okay, and I, I want I want to talk about Mark Meadows um, because I think that Don, one of the reasons that Donald Trump and Drew Finling are you know Finling's not representing Trump anymore is I think Trump looked at all the motions that Meadows' lawyers were filing, and it's actually not actually serving Meadows well, and Meadows has thus far lost all of the motions, even though he's filed a lot of things, telling the federal judge to block him from having to uh, surrender. I think Trump's looked at these filings and said, I want a lawyer who files all of these things like Meadows. So on August 15th, the day after the indictment was Um, handed down, Meadows filed a notice of removal to try to get the criminal case from Fulton County State Court to federal court in the Northern District of Georgia. He'd have to show that he was a federal official acting under color of his official duties as a federal officer. And three, that he has credible federal defenses. It is a three-part test that he has to meet. So the case gets removed to federal court temporarily. It goes before a federal judge in the Northern District of Georgia who gets randomly assigned the case. It's been assigned to Judge Jones. And upon receiving a notice of removal in a criminal action, Steve Jones, the judge, can do two things. He can grant a summary remand, sending the case right back to state court or he can hold an evidentiary hearing. And Judge Jones, being very diligent and evidence-based, wants to hold an evidentiary hearing, didn't give a summary remand. And so he set that evidentiary hearing for August 28th. Um, And today, Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis filed her brief, and she also issued subpoenas because what works on right-wing propaganda networks for the Trumpers is not what works in a court of law. I know for MAGA Republicans like Jim Jordan and James Comer and Matt Gates spreading innuendo and saying that there are whistleblowers who are actually spies of China or Russian oligarchs or dead or just don't exist and saying there's audio recordings that don't exist. For them in New York Post and the Murdoch propaganda machine you know, they find that all fun and interesting, despite its destruction on our democracy and objective reality. But in a court of law, Trump loses the 70 federal cases that he files because he doesn't have evidence, right? So this evidentiary hearing set to take place on August 28th, Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis has subpoenaed Brad Raffensperger, um, the Georgia Republican Secretary of State, who was on the phone call Um, with Donald Trump when Donald Trump threatened him to find him the 11,780 votes or else. And guess who else was on that phone call? Yup, you guessed it. Mark Meadows was on that phone call. So Brad Raffensperger and these other Georgia election officials are going to be testifying at this August 28th evidentiary hearing. View it like a mini trial. And they're going to be saying, yes, this was the conduct by Trump and Meadows, and Meadows was on it. This was not legitimate activity at all. They were trying to overturn the results of a free and fair election here in Georgia, the most safe and secure election in Georgia's history. Are you a Republican? Yes. And so these are people who actually and astonishingly wanted Trump to win in 2020 who are going to be testifying that Donald Trump was involved in this criminal enterprise along with Mark Meadows. So that is what we can expect to happen at this evidentiary hearing. And what Fawnie Willis was able to do brilliantly also in her papers is basically say Mark Meadows has been acting like an unchecked criminal for so long that even his papers to you, Judge, trying to remove the case to federal court, he's admitting to crimes, and he doesn't even realize it. Mark Meadows is saying that he was involved in legitimate political activity such that he had a First Amendment right to be with Donald Trump in all of these challenges, Mark Meadows argues, to the 2020 election. And as Fonnie Willis points out, that's a violation of federal law. That is what's called a Hatch Act violation, which prohibits federal officials from engaging in political activity. So, by Mark Meadows putting in his paperwork, trying to dismiss the case and remove it to federal court, that he was involved in political activity, Fawney Willis says, okay, first off, it was a criminal enterprise, it was a racketeering enterprise, and th- these are not. Under color of federal authority at all. But, Judge, we don't even have to get there. We'll get there. But just look what Meadows is saying that he was engaged in political activity. That wasn't his job. He was the chief of staff. Salty, if we have it, pull up the first page of this notice of removal, the state of Georgia's response to defendant Mark Meadows' notice of removal. And Phony Willis points out to the federal Judge Jones. The defendant is the former chief of staff to the president of the United States, and his lack of care for the lawful scope of his official duties is a matter of record. Federal law prohibits employees of the executive branch from engaging in political activity in the course of their work. The law in question, known as the Hatch Act, bars a federal employee from, quote, using his official authority or influence for the purpose of interfering with or affecting the results of an election. On November 9, 2021, the Office of Special Counsel issued an investigative report finding that prior to Election Day during Donald J. Trump's campaign for the presidency in 2020, the defendant and at least a dozen other Trump administration officials did precisely that. And it quotes from the report. And while the specific facts of each case are different, they share this fundamental commonality. Senior Trump administration officials chose to use their official authority not for the legitimate functions of the government, but to promote the reelection of President Trump in violation of the law. The report concluded that from OSC's perspective, the administration's attitude toward federal Hatch Act compliance was succinctly captured by then chief of staff Mark Meadows, who said during an interview that, quote, nobody outside the Beltway really cares about Trump administration officials violating the Hatch Act. It is therefore unsurprising that the defendant, Mark Meadows, now petitions this court to remove the prosecution of his pending criminal case in which he stands accused of participating in a criminal enterprise that conspired to overturn Georgia's 2020 election in favor of Mr. Trump invoking his status as a former federal officer. The defendant's indictment in this case results directly from his disregard for the lawful scope of his official duties, a disregard which now forms the basis of his notice of removal. Indeed, the defendant now has expressly stated to make this removal happen that all of his relevant conduct was impermissible political activity. So using Mark Meadows' words against him when Mark Meadows said, nobody outside the Beltway really cares about Trump administration officials violating the Hatch Act, which is federal law, Guess what, Mark Meadows? You're trying to remove the case to federal court. And I think the federal judge, Steve Jones, will actually care. He may be outside the beltway, Mark Meadows, but I think he cares about your crimes. And now in your notice of removal by you saying you were engaged in political activity protected by the First Amendment. You've admitted to federal crimes of the Hatch Act violation. So great job, buddy. Great job. That's going to be a big hearing that wow. takes place. This evidentiary hearing on August twenty eighth. Who's Mark Meadows going to call as witnesses? He's going to invoke the Ghost Fifth. Busters. Trump's going to invoke the Fifth. All of the co-defendants are going to invoke their Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. So who's Mark Meadows' witness? He can't just say, Judge, it's l- listen to what Mark Levin saying on Fox. You can't can't do that. You got to show evidence, admissible evidence. Cohen, what do you think?
1: Listen, how many times do you hear me even on television turn around and call him? It's Mark the Moron Meadows. I mean, he is – it's almost like – I hate to say it's like Eric Trump. He's an idiot, and there's nothing that he says makes any sense at all. He does things. He says things. He wants things as if he – He himself in his own documents said, I'm different. I'm different than all the other defendants. Yeah, that's a great argument to make to a judge, right? That I'm different, that this case should not be in state court. It should be moved to federal court because I was working for the president of the United States. I was chief of staff. And what I was doing was for the benefit of the president. And therefore, it makes it federal. I mean, where do you even come up with this sort of stuff? But then again, look, you know, I have no time to even talk about Mark Meadows. And you know why? Because Mark Meadows, Rudy Colludi, Drunken Giuliani, Sidney released the Kraken Powell. You're going to have, you know, John go West Eastman. You know, all of these 18 co-defendants are going to find themselves incarcerated. They are. They're going to find themselves found guilty and convicted. And the thing that, again, that's troubling me is what's going to happen with Donald. Is he going to be treated differently? Why? Because he's a Republican nominee, the presumed Republican nominee. So what? He committed crimes. Now, look, as a former attorney, right, um, one of the things that I do acknowledge is you are innocent Until proven guilty, however, during the process until that conviction or the um, you know or the uh, release of the you know of the indictment, there are things that you're supposed to do. There are ways that you're supposed to behave, and Donald just doesn't care what the judge says. The judge turned around and put basically a gag order on him. You can't do it, which is funny because. He's doing the exact opposite in the $500 million lawsuit that he filed against me in the Southern District of Miami. He doesn't want the release of the deposition that the court has now mandated. He is court-ordered to sit for a video and, um, and um, stenographer um, transcribed deposition on September 6th. He has to. But he does not want to have to be able to answer any questions that he doesn't want. The judge said that's not how it works. You're the plaintiff in the case. You don't get to you know, declare Fifth Amendment rights. You're suing for $500 million. Does he care? No. But what he also doesn't want is he doesn't want the release of the video. He doesn't re- want the release of the, um, of the, you know, of the um, deposition. You know, the recorded deposition, either video or by stenography, he doesn't want them released. And there's a reason, again, why. Because if anybody has seen any of the depositions, and I'm sure most of you have seen the deposition conducted in the E. Jean Carroll case um, by Roberta Kaplan, Donald's an idiot, plain and simple. He is an absolute idiot. He lies like a rug, like his schmata on his head. He just lies, and he can't remember one lie from another. I mean, come on! In April, as you just showed, said he was six two two forty. I just, I don't know. I just want to start singing. Oh 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 Ozempic. Oh, I mean, you know, really? What did he drop? You know, thirty pounds in four months? Seriously, It doesn't look like he dropped thirty pounds. But he lies. And that's the problem. When you lie and you refuse to acknowledge that you don't have to lie, even when you're under oath, as of course he did, uh, even in the Eugene uh, Carroll case, you are going to find yourself in trouble. You know what would be an interesting thing, brothers? What would be really interesting is if they brought a thousand and one violation against Trump now for lying to law enforcement about his height and his weight. That would be fucking funny. Could you imagine all of a sudden tomorrow he gets served with a thousand and one violation for lying to law enforcement about his height and his weight? That would be classic. <laughs>
2: Cohen, you're right. He lies like a rug. That wasn't an expression I heard when I was living in New York, by the way. That was an expression I heard when I moved out here to Pittsburgh. Lies like a rug. He also lies like most people breathe. I mean, Trump is just absolutely ridiculous. And again, it's not the weight that we're getting fixated on. It's just the common themality here that we see time after time that the guy is just a narcissistic liar. And hey, we just passed a tremendous milestone on this network. And I want to shout that out because, Cohen, this plays to something that you said earlier and Ben, you alluded to. Look, Legacy Media has been getting gaslighting people for far too long. The only way to get the accurate information anymore is honestly independent media run by people who truly care about this world. The independence of this network, that means that we get to focus on the truth and the truth and the truth. Be all and end all. When you have all these corporate donors come in on all these different legacy medias and all this and all that, then all of a sudden you can start to get critical with your reporting so shout out to the midas mighty who helps continue to fund this operation and lets us keep going we just hit 1.5 million subscribers on the youtube channel if you're not subscribed subscribe right now because it's only going to continue to heat up and that where legacy media continues to fail you i can promise you if you've just watched this one piece of coverage alone this is what we bring to the table time after time again and the energy with the network right now, oh man, it cannot be higher. So, thank y'all for helping us pass 1.5 and celebrating this milestone. We got plenty of more show left, Ben. What'd you say to you? And make sure you make, do make I sure think. that you
1: tell your friends, you know, share yeah. with your friends. I, I put that down a lot, you know, whether it's for political beatdown, I put it down for my Twitter or any of my social media. Subscribe, listen, rate, and share with a friend. Because, like what Ben and I constantly talk about, on political beatdown, and we talk about this on all the various different Midas Touch Network programs. We're building a community, and together, together we're going to cause a blue wave, so significant, so huge, that there's no way that our voices will be ignored that we could be the difference between what is the outcome in the 2024 election, not just in the presidential side, but because so many of you are from so many different areas. As we grow this, and I we please, I beseech each and every one of you to please tell your friends, share, tell them to join the community, because when we start all getting together and this blue wave comes and it drowns out this red puddle, which we need to do to get rid of the Josh Hawley's, the Matt Gateses, the Marjorie Toilet Greens, the Lauren Hoberts, the Ted Cruz's. They all need to go because they do not represent the ideals, the values that we that we try to, you know, to To put out there. What they are constantly doing is gaslighting. They're looking to figure out how to take advantage of government, how to use government for their own benefit. They don't care about the country, democracy. Look, let me be very clear about something. A lot of people turn and said, hey, Michael, you know, oh, you just hate Donald. Okay. Fair statement. And that the things that you say, you're just making them up. You're entitled to say whatever you want. Everything that comes out of my mouth, everything that comes out of Ben's mouth, Geordie's mouth, Brett's mouth, it's backed up by facts. It's backed up by by you know by media, by newspaper clippings. It's backed up by facts. There's no innuendo here. We just give it a little bit of a different perspective, and I'm able to put it into a different perspective because I sat next to this Mandarin Mussolini for over a decade, and I understand him better than all of these guys do. And I'm trying to explain. What he's, what's going through his mind, what he's thinking. At first, he was really upset about this. He was really nervous about this. And then all of a sudden, as he's sitting in this motorcade, and he's being chauffeured there with the with the roads and treated like a king, he's like, oh, shit, and it starts to puff up his chest again. And then he spends five, six, seven, ten minutes in there, and then all of a sudden he's puffing his, his chest up again. And then he's sitting in that SUV because the media is sitting out there, and he wants them to wait. Why? No different than in a rock concert when the performers don't come out right away and the crowd is going crazy and they're screaming for him to come out. That's how he sees himself. He doesn't see himself as the pathetic 300-pound, six-foot-two guy. He sees himself as one of these NFTs that were floating around where he's like Captain America, that he's some cowboy or you know ripped bodybuilder. He's not. But this is what, unfortunately, when you're a narcissistic sociopath, unfortunately, this is what we have to contend with. So when I say that as a a community, we will change the outcome of this 2024 election. So please, subscribe. Subscribe to all of the programs on the Midas Touch Network. Join the community. Tell your friends to join in that way as we start to continue to grow. And we're growing every single day. Every day. Our numbers will be so big that nobody—and I truly mean it—nobody will be able to ignore
0: us, Michael Cohen. We can confirm now um, the mugshot uh, has been released. We will be pulling that up in just a moment here. Um, just as
1: Donald would be pulling up his diaper.
0: We got the mu- we got the mugshot. Um, you know, you were now- funnier
1: when you were a young kid.
0: <laughs> we we got the you know majority. you really
1: grew up to me. you really grew up to be look at that look at that stare
0: ah. that is how he views him you know it's 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 like he's playing a part right there you know it it is so clownish that photo right there it is somebody who has such a malignant narcissistic sociopathic view. Of themselves, the exact type of person who would self-report that he weighs 215 pounds and is six foot three, right there. But uh, there you have the official mugshot, right there. Um, and at the same time, ABC is reporting that those that he was actually not weighed; um, those numbers six three and two fifteen were pre-reported by Donald Trump's staff to the Fulton County uh, Sheriff's Department and to the jail. Um, and those were the numbers that were used, not actually a scale, and he did not go through the process. So that was what Donald Trump reported, 6-3, You're looking at the official mugshot right there as well. I want to talk about this October 23rd, 2023 trial date, who it impacts and why it was a big mistake of one of Trump's co-defendants. They're all disorganized. Ken Chesbrough, one of Donald Trump's former lawyers and current co-defendant who basically declared ready. um, And Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis was like, okay, let's do the trial. How is that gonna impact the other uh, defendants, including Donald Trump? And then let's talk about this. They're calling it a debate, but it looked like a Russian propaganda uh, event that was held on Fox. And then I want to show you also what Donald Trump was doing at the same time with Tucker Carlson uh, speaking about issues like Jeffrey Epstein conspiracies, how Donald Trump believes the January 6th insurrection was a day of hope and love, and also talking about President Biden's skinny legs. That is what Donald Trump and the GOP have become. I'll show you the video footage. So this is who they are. Let's put the uh, mugshot up one more time. If we can. Perfect. Um, And we will take our last quick break of the day and we will be back with more breaking news here as Donald Trump surrendered in Fulton County, Georgia. Let's take a break.
2: Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend that you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Made uses silver-infused fabrics and makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at that perfect temperature all night long. Now, using silver-infused fabrics originally inspired by NASA, Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at that perfect temperature all night so you get better sleep Every night, These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer than the bed sheets used by some five star hotels. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Bacteria can clog your pores, causing breakouts and acne. Sleep clean with Miracle. Go to trymiracle.com slash Midas to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Midas at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Midas and use the code Midas to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Midas to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this. This episode of the Midas Touch podcast is brought to you by Manukora honey. Now, when I say the word honey, you might be thinking of that stuff that comes in the plastic bear-shaped bottle at the supermarket. Well, this is nothing like that. Manukora makes Manuka honey, a super honey, that comes from New Zealand where the bees only feed on the nectar of the Manuka tea tree, making something that's rich and with a creamier texture that's unlike anything you've ever had before. You can use it just like honey you're used to, but Manuka honey is super because it also contains unique antioxidants and prebiotics, as well as a natural antibacterial compound called MGO that only comes from the nectar of this tea tree. These nutrients support optimal immune and digestive health, so it's a win-win. You can continue to use honey in all the ways that you know and love, and you can enjoy all of the health benefits of the MGO as well course sent me a jar and a squeeze bottle of their 850 Plus MGO Manuka Honey, their best-selling product, and it's phenomenal. The 850 Plus Honey has the creamy caramel texture that melts in your mouth, and it's unlike anything I've ever had. I can grab a spoonful out of the jar and put it in my favorite beverage, or squeeze some honey out on some toast or oatmeal. It's delicious. Each morning, I start my day with a spoonful of Manuka Honey, and it is a game-changer. Now, if you head to manicora.com slash Midas, or use code Midas, you'll automatically get an extra free pack of the 850 plus honey sticks with your order. That's a $15 value. Now, I love the jar. I love the squeeze bottle. But the extra pack of compostable honey sticks is a perfect game-changing move for whenever you're on the go. You can bring them with you when you're traveling or when you need a quick snack or running quick errands, or if you need an energy boost if you're on a run or at the gym. That's M-A-N-U-K-O-R-A dot com slash Midas or use code Midas to get free pack of compostable honey sticks with your order. You haven't tasted or seen honey like this before. So indulge and try some honey with superpowers from Manacora.
0: Welcome back to our live coverage of Donald Trump surrendering in Fulton County. We just got the mugshot, Donald Trump, falsely self-reported that he is 6'3 and weighs 215 pounds. And when I think of that photo right there, too, Cohen, I also think of kind of pure evil, malignant narcissism encapsulating somebody who hates our country. That photo would be that photo would be it right there. Uh, That, to me, is the kind of incarnation of someone who's caused and wants to cause more destruction to our great country and to our Constitution. There it is right there. And then, of course, the self-reporting 215 pounds. Is just absurd when just a few months back he self reported 240 or 200 and yeah, 240 pounds and six feet two when he was arraigned in the Manhattan courthouse. Kind of a total joke, a total mockery. The same way he inflates crowd sizes and inflates and deflates the valuations of things, there's no being tethered to reality at all. But reality will come. And one of Donald Trump's co-defendants, Ken Chesborough, we covered it here on the Midas Touch Network, made a very aggressive move. And under Georgia law, if you are a criminal defendant, you could invoke the Georgia Speedy Trial Act and a prosecutor then has to set and actually go to trial in the current term or in the next term of court different counties have different term of courts, but for Fulton County, we're currently in the July term, which ends right before September. Then a September term begins, which ends before November. So that means that Fulton County District Attorney would have to set the trial before November or else the case automatically gets dismissed against the criminal defendant. And so within about 24 hours of Ken Chesbrough declaring he's ready for trial, Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis said, she's ready. Not only is she's ready, she says, thanks, Ken Chesbrough. Even though I was going to give your co-defendants until March 4th of 2024, I'm ready to try every case, October 23rd, 2023. So let's go. So then Donald Trump and others had to file their response saying, no, 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 we're not ready. We're not ready to go. And they all filed oppositions to that. But Ken Chesbrough in declaring ready, and I guess trying to call Phony Willis's bluff that she's not ready, she's ready to go. She's been preparing this case now for over 18 months. She developed her evidence before the special purpose grand jury and then the grand jury. She's had to deal with people like Mark Meadows appealing all the way to the state Supreme Courts. Mark Meadows appealed to the South Carolina Supreme Court. Lindsey Graham went the federal court route seeking injunctive relief in the District Court of Georgia then the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals, then the Supreme Court. Those are just two examples. So when people are like, why did it take her so long? She had a fight all of these witnesses who all wanted to obstruct her investigation in order for her to get the documents and data that she needs. But, oh, she's got the documents and data that she needs. And just as she will be ready on August 28th to go. And these witnesses like Brad Raffensperger and others, they're ready to testify. Oh, sure. I'll show up. You you tell me where to be And after all of the threats that Donald Trump and people who are part of his criminal enterprise put on people like Brad Raffensperger, placed on people like Raffensperger, Raffensperger, that all of them are ready to go, ready to testify. And that's what they're going to do on August 28th. When trial starts on October 23rd, 2023, that's what they will do as well. I want to talk about this GOP debate. Um, I did a whole hot take where I covered everything that went down in this debate. So. I want to give you just the lowlights right here. We'll start with low light number one. And there was actually one or two moments where I actually thought Nikki Haley, um, I hate to even say this, but I want to give credit where credit was due, where she actually impressed me a little bit, many moments where she didn't, but so
2: maybe a highlight, but but mostly lowlights. But you're mostly you lowlight. I a don't highlight. wanna
0: it's Nikki Haley, so it can't be a I, highlight. It's like a
2: mid a mid light. A midlight. Yeah.
0: So this is when the uh, when the people who were running for the Republican nomination for presidency are asked if they believe in climate change and that humans are at least in part causing climate change. Not a single GOP presidential nominee raises their hand. And then like DeSantis, like jumps and is like, why are we even talking about why are we even talking about this here? Play this clip. Do you believe in human behavior is causing climate change. Raise your hand if you do. Look, we're not school children. Let's have the debate. I mean, I'm happy to take it to start. <laughs> Alexander, okay. so do you want to raise your hand or uh, not? I don't think that's the way to do. So let me just say to Alexander this. First of all, one of the reasons our country I don't think that's the way to do this. I mean, it's a fairly easy question to answer. And for them to be offended by that question and then Fox giving no follow up. Look, no, raise your hand. If yeah. you believe in human created climate change, raise your hand. None of them raised their hands. And then they like fought the question. Then in this next clip, six of the eight individuals on stage seeking the GOP nomination say that they would still vote for and support Donald Trump if Donald Trump is convicted of a felony in any of the cases. Play this clip.
3: If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would.
1: Just hold on, so just be clear. Governor
0: Christie, you were kind of late to the game there, but no, you raised I, your hand. No, I'm doing this. Look, and by the way, Chris Christie did horrible. Like I was, I've been horrible. showing Chris Christie did it, right? horrible. I've been showing a lot of Christie videos here. He's like, I was doing this with my hand. I, I go, what were you doing? Just he had the biggest softballs thrown at him where he could have, you know, actually made some great points. And he, for whatever reason, he was flustered and and did See,
2: not impress. He was not ready for the moment last night. I was I was shocked about that. We'll get the Vivek in a little bit, but that was surprising to me. The Christies just incredible underperformance so underwhelming and the other thing I wanted to note there is if you look at DeSantis when he's raising his hand look at that the DeSantis hand raise come up so late just like that that's such the guy he's like what's everybody else doing then I'll make my decision then I can't be wrong then everybody has to love me and that's why the DeSantis one to me is the most pathetic like oh. at least be prideful like say what you want about Vivik. Vivek and oh we'll say a lot about the guy at least he kept his hands up because he at least stands behind that garbage
1: The whole thing is worthless because not one person on that stage has the ability to be the nominee. I mean, that's the saddest part. A four-time, twice impeached sexual assaulter is beating out these other Republican nominees. So he could say whatever, they could say whatever they want. Their performance is really nothing more than vying for a potential vice presidential request by Donald. You know, it's one of the other reasons as I'm sitting here and I'm watching them talking about climate change. And it's one of the reasons why, again, I go right back to the thing about how necessary this Midas Touch Network is, the community that this network has brought together. Because if we don't do something, we're, not only are we talking about losing democracy, And I don't want to be hyperbolic and sound like, oh, well, you know, uh, the sky is falling like chicken little. But the sky is falling, legitimately. We're watching every single day as more and more of the North Pole, more and more icebergs are breaking off and dropping into the ocean. It's why right now we're seeing climate change with the hottest weather, continuous hot weather. Recorded in history. This is not just out of the blue. It's why we saw the very first hurricane hit Los Angeles, hit California. Did we see? Did we not all see the devastation there? What about what's what's taken place, for example, in Sanibel, in Sanibel Island, in Florida? What about the wildfires that are going on? I mean, are we stupid? As a human race, we're able to put people on the moon. We're able to send a rover to Mars that's shooting back picture in real time. But we're so stupid as a, I mean, we've developed weaponry that could crack the earth 30 times over. And I still say that we're stupid because it's the only home that we have. And we're not moving to the moon. We're not moving to Mars. There's no other planet for us to inhabit. And so when we see that Earth is dying, we see that we are destroying the planet, the only place that we have to live. The fact that the ocean, the temperature in the ocean has increased by X number of degrees, we know that there's a certain number of fish that cannot live. And so we are taking away our food supply serious we're taking away our we're destroying our food supply we're destroying the oxygen that we breathe we're destroying the environment you're more and more people are getting you know a skin cancer because of the ozone layer and with the harmful rays of the sun even if you're not out in the sun on a regular basis i mean do we not understand that we are killing the planet the only place that we can live how stupid are we And then, then when you want to start and you want to become micro level, that's on the macro level. On the micro level, you take the greatest invention, the greatest gift that anybody could provide, and I'm talking about democracy, the right to be free, to be who you are, the right to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, your ability to speak and to worship who you want and how you want. We're allowing. We're allowing someone like a Donald J. Trump, a guy with the most inferior vocabulary you could possibly imagine, a guy who basically got through college because daddy paid for it. All of a sudden, we're allowing this idiot and this former idiot in chief to screw up our daily lives here in America and destroy democracy the greatest gift. And then you have this idiot Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, right? I mean, this dope and a half who's talking about how the constitution is what about the revolution. And so he doesn't even understand dates and he doesn't understand facts that the continental, um, what do you call it? The constitutional convention took place like five years after, after the revolution. I mean, it's just impossible, Unless what they do. First they fought, and then they went back, and then they rewrote it, and then they went back. I mean, maybe he's a time traveler or something, but the guy is an absolute joke. He's out there, and he's spewing misinformation, disinformation, malinformation, and what was he doing it for? He was doing it for the applause of a crowd. This is stupid.
0: Couldn't agree more with you, Cohen, there. And uh, there was one moment, though, during that debate where I thought Nikki Haley um, had a good dig at Donald Trump. Let me show you Nikki Haley because it was the only moment to me where for just a brief glimpse and you see that the crowd was good with her saying it. It's just like they just want someone with courage, like just call call him out here. Play this clip of Nikki Haley.
3: Scott, you've got Mike Pence. They all voted to raise the debt and Donald Trump added eight trillion to our debt. And our kids are never going to forgive us for this. And so at the end of the day, you look at the 2024 budget, Republicans asked for 7.4 billion in earmarks. Democrats asked for 2.8 billion. So you tell me who are the big spenders. I think it's time for an accountant in the White House. Vice President Pence.
0: By the way, Alicia used like data. Facts? You know that yeah. Trump.
2: Yeah, facts. <laughs> I mean, how that about Trump right. increased
0: the deficit? Trump and Republicans increased the deficit. They're the arsonists, and then they're like, we want to put out the fire, but they don't. They want to create a bigger fire, and then use words like woke this and Mister Potato at that, and the Barbie movies, communism, and all this stuff to try to distract us. What they're trying to do. I want to show you. So, as that debate, or if you want to call it that, was taking place, Donald Trump went on Tucker. And they talked about dangerous conspiracies. Donald Trump was asked questions about Jeffrey Epstein and said that Epstein, he's referred to Epstein as a fixture. He referred to January 6th as a day of hope and love and very interesting. And then he went on this bizarre tangent about President Biden having skinny legs. And if we have this photo, I want to show you um, Chris Jackson. Um, Made this image and says, it's a pretty simple choice, folks. And I, I thought this is uh, such an apt comparison. And for those who watch the Midas Touch Network, know that I do every morning, I go through Trump's posts and I go through Biden's post. And I talk about how President Biden says, don't compare me to the Almighty, compare me to the alternative. And I just, say, this is what Biden's talking about. Here's his words. Here's what Donald Trump is talking about. Here are his capital letter filled rage whatever the heck you want to call him. And that image to me also shows the contrast between like love and compassion and decency and just like an angry evil uh, maniac. Let me show you the the angry evil maniac. And by the way, it's not just me saying angry angry, evil maniac. I'm just going to show you evidence. I'm going to show you first exhibit A, which is Donald Trump talking about Jeffrey Epstein with Tucker Carlson. Here is exhibit A, play the clip.
2: Do you,
0: do you think Epstein killed himself sincerely? I don't know. I, I
3: will say that, you know, he was a fixture in Palm Beach. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Barr said about it either. I have no idea what he said. What did he say? He killed himself, probably. He said Does he that killed that
1: himself and that they were going to do this investigation. They never did the investigation. It's never been yeah. public. Well, and they hid it. And like, why are they doing that? And he clearly Barr knew. But why would Bill Barr be covering up the death of Jeffrey Epstein?
3: Uh, Bill Barr didn't do an investigation on the election fraud either, okay? He said he did, and he pretended he did, but he didn't. Uh, uh, McSwain, the US attorney in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, uh, said Barr, uh, Barr just wouldn't let him do it. It was crazy.
0: I want to show you now exhibit B, by the way, you have Donald Trump getting a question about Jeffrey Epstein in that exhibit A, saying that Epstein's a fixture and then attacking his former attorney general who covered up all of the crimes for him. We could do a whole podcast on that. Cohen and I often do that. Let me show you exhibit B right now, which is Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson talking about civil war, which... By the way, before Sarah Palin was doing that before on right-wing networks. And as we've been live, you have a lot of MAGA Republicans talking about civil war and trying to provoke one. But watch this. And this is where I say, I'll just show you what they say. I'm going to show you their words, and you can be the judge. Play Exhibit B. You don't think he's going to make it to November of twenty
3: Well, I, I think he's worse uh, mentally than he is physically. And physically, he's not exactly legally.
1: Do you think we're moving towards civil war?
3: There's tremendous passion and there's tremendous love. Uh, You know, January 6th was a very interesting day because they don't report it properly. Uh, I believe it was the largest crowd I've ever spoken before. And you know some of the crowds I've spoken before. And uh, like July 4th on the mall, uh, I think they had a million people there. Uh, But I think that the biggest crowd I've ever spoken before was on January 6th and people that were in that crowd a very, very small group of people. And we said, patriotically and peacefully, peacefully and patriotically, right? Nobody ever says that. Go peacefully and patriotically. But people that were in that crowd that day, very small group of people went down there. And then you. there are a lot of, a lot of scenarios that we can talk about. But people in that crowd said it was the most beautiful day they've ever experienced. There was love in that, there was love and unity. I have never seen such spirit and such passion and such love. And I've also never seen simultaneously and from the same people, such hatred of what they've done to our country.
1: So do you think it's possible that there's open conflict? We seem to be moving I, I don't towards know. something.
3: I don't know because I don't know what it, you know, I, I can say this, Uh, There's a level of passion that I've never seen. There's a level of hatred that I've never seen. And that's probably a bad combination.
0: You are the one spreading the hate. And so to speak about January 6th as a day of love and hope, the way he is talking about is deplorable, is despicable. And for any American who truly cares about our constitution, who truly cares about compassion and decency, that is just some of the most disgusting filth imaginable. And then they go to asking Donald Trump if he thinks that President Biden will even make it to 2024. And then Trump goes on a uh, rant about how there are these videos of President Biden on the beach and he has skinny legs and play this clip. You don't think he's going to make it to November of 24? Well,
3: I think he's worse uh, mentally than he is physically. And physically, he's not exactly uh, a triathlete or any kind of an athlete. You look at him, he can't walk to the helicopter. He he walks, he can't lift his feet out of the grass. You know, it's only two inches at the White House, right? It's not a lot. But you watch him and it looks like he's walking on toothpicks. So, and then you see him in the beach where he can't lift a chair. You know, those chairs are meant to be light, right? They're like... Two ounces, lift him up. He can't lift the chair, he can't walk to the chair. And I I don't know what they're doing with the beach. You know, This beach is seeming to play a big role, but they love pictures of him on the beach. I think he looks terrible on the beach. He looks terrible on the beach. Skinny legs. Well, he can't walk through the sand. You know, sand is not that easy to walk through, but when he walks through it, he can't walk through the sand. And there's somebody in there that thinks he looks fabulous at the beach. I think he looks horrible at the beach. Plus, the beach doesn't represent what a president's supposed to be doing. He's supposed to be working.
0: There's his mugshot once <laughs> yeah. again.
1: Could you imagine yeah. the president's supposed to be working? Do you, did anybody go back? And this is, again, factual. Look at the number of rounds of golf that Donald Trump played. Joe Biden is on a bicycle riding the bike while Donald Trump is having his fat ass carted around in one of his golf carts. Right, knocking down hamburgers and hot dogs like they're going out of style. Like this is a Coney Island Joey Chestnut competition, right? 215 pounds, Get a fucking break. And I'm sitting here and I'm listening to this. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was beautiful. It was, there, there was so much love. There was so much love, right? Yeah. Tucker, Tucker, there was just a lot of love. Didn't you see the love? And so these people, we're smashing our law enforcement, capital police, with sticks and bats and bear spray and you know and batons and guns and so kajuma. There was so much love. I, I if that's what love is, I I'm certainly glad I didn't grow up near your house because this guy doesn't even understand what love is. That's the problem. He has no empathy. For for anyone. He doesn't care about anything other than himself. He watched. He sat for 187 minutes, silent, not speaking to anyone while all of this was going on, smearing feces on, you know, on property inside, you know, some of the sculptures and the And the artwork that's inside the rotunda of the Capitol, that they were looking for Mike Pence to hang him. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of love to me. They wanted to kill Nancy Pelosi. You know, they they wanted to take over the Capitol. Where is the love? Does this moron not understand what the definition of love is? I mean, how far off could one human being be and still be the Republican nominee? Still have 30 percent of the Republican Party so in so engrossed into this dumpster fire cult of Donald J. Trump. This this is so upsetting. It's so upsetting that this is this is what our country has become. Look, there is no doubt in my mind that. Racism, sexism, misogyny, xenophobia, homophobia, Islamophobia, anti-Semitism, it all exists. And it's existed for a long period of time. But over time, because of compassion, empathy, because of doing the right thing after unfortunate circumstances take place, we allegedly, as, as, human, as human beings, we grew and we said, we can't allow this. And so laws were passed and so on. Donald Trump brought us back. We've regressed to a point in time where the all of these negative traits, they're not just out of the box, but they're flourishing again. It's why we're seeing the insanity as it relates to gun violence. You know, one guy starts, you know, chasing another guy. because Why? Because the guy... Cut in front of him? Oh, will you cut me off. Okay, sorry. No, sorry's not enough. Let me go get my AR-15 and put a bullet in you, right? And you got your Florida with your stand-your-ground nonsense. I mean, they're allowing people who never should be in possession of a firearm, let alone a firearm that's really designed for military use. It's not designed for shooting a target or shooting a deer. I mean, what are you, trying to blow the deer's head off? I mean, this is – we have lost our way, and it's why I see in the comments, and I thank I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. So many of the comments are like, it's why we need to vote blue, and they're putting up the blue hearts and so on. Put up the blue hearts if you agree with me. We must vote blue. These lunatics – and that's a really nice word to come out of my mouth for these people, these lunatics – have made us regress back to a time in in, um, America's history that we should all be embarrassed about, all be embarrassed. The fact that my daughter has less rights than my mother is embarrassing, Mm -hmm. and that's just the beginning because the overturning of Dobbs and with this Supreme Court, the way that they are situated, we have no idea how far that they're going to push this. Are we really going to become a handmade society, as in like the handmaid's tale? I'm not yep. 100% certain that I can say no.
0: Well, look, the Supreme Court will be hearing cases in its next term about a Trump appointed federal judge banning Priston. It took a Democratic appointed judge in the state of Washington to ensure that Mifepristone would remain available so that you had a split in circuit and district court opinions so it would go to the United States Supreme Court, but you have issues like that um, that are set to still be decided by the Supreme Court. Uh, while you said that, Cohen, I'm reminded by a commencement speech that was given by Democratic Governor of Illinois, Governor Pritzker, who mm-hmm. said, you know the best way to spot an idiot Look for the person who is cruel. And the speech goes on to talk about how humans have evolved to try to curb some of the less endearing qualities. And so the idiot is the person who is mean-spirited, cruel, picks on others, throws people under the bus. It was one of the most brilliant commenced speeches that I've heard. Also want to address this. You know, sometimes people say, hey, you know, you're showing the Trump video and you're showing the GOP debate clips. Are you amplifying them? Are you giving them a platform? Quite the contrary. Large media networks, when they showcase them and don't call them out, that's the problem. If you had all media doing what this community, the Might is Mighty does, where we can look at something, take a look at the data objectively say, is this reasonable? Test the data, compare it with facts, and then have an informed opinion and call things out and then not be afraid to use the correct words. If those words are treasonous, traitor, criminal, corrupt, malignant, narcissist, sociopath, we use those words as well. Um, And when you speak about a lot of the kind of cruelty that Donald Trump has and continues to perpetrate, always aided and abetted by MAGA Republicans and this disinformation machine. Just two examples. I want to give. You had earlier today, Jim Jordan, not a licensed lawyer in the House of Representatives, making demands to Fulton County District Attorney Faunee Willis. Jim Jordan, again, not a licensed lawyer. There's the letter right there. We posted it up for our YouTube viewers trying to interfere with Faunee Willis, um, demanding documents or else, and spreading a bunch of lies. That letter is more intended to be consumed by right-wing propaganda networks. And again, just the fact that you have Jim Jordan, a non-licensed lawyer leading the Judiciary Committee in the House of Representatives, somebody who's credibly been accused of covering up sexual assault at his last uh, place of work before becoming a member of Congress. Also, you have James Comer, who's the MAGA Republican who heads the House Oversight Committee, who's been credibly uh, accused of Assault by his ex girlfriend, who she said also he forced her to get an abortion, um, that he is the leader of the House Oversight Committee, appointed by the MAGA Republicans. Then you have Kevin McCarthy, who does whatever Donald Trump tells him to do. When they tell you who they are, listen, and then they're all following somebody who was recently found liable of sexual assault by a jury of his peers, and he didn't even show up to the trial. He was too afraid to do it. So he went to Scotland and Ireland to pretend he was busy. And when I say we need to look at the facts and test the facts, it's like when President Biden passes a piece of legislation like the CHIPS Act to bring billions of dollars uh, to the semiconductor industry and to start making chips here in the United States and not uh, overseas and bring very important jobs back to the United States or the Infrastructure Act or the Inflation Reduction Act, if MAGA Republicans like Kevin McCarthy and Lauren Boberts and Matt Gates' and all of them vote against it. If they were truth-based, if they were data-based, they would just say, they would own it. They would say, this is what we did. Screw you, workers. Screw screw your healthcare people. Screw you, your social security. Like, just say it. Just, if that's how you believe, it's despicable, But, but that's how you believe. So stand behind your beliefs. But that's not what the MAGA Republicans do, right? So you had Kevin McCarthy earlier in the day going to a manufacturing plant in Syracuse, pretending that he supported the CHIPS Act and the Infrastructure Act and acting like he was the one who brought resources to this factory in Syracuse. And President Biden responded, I'm glad that my administration's infrastructure investments are so popular that even Speaker McCarthy is trying to take credit for them, despite voting against them that's all right. I'll see him at the next groundbreaking. And there's countless examples of MAGA Republicans doing this. And it's the constant gaslighting. And then when they make a threat and then they're called out. oh, I was just joking. I didn't mean that. I was referring to rhinos, not the prosecutor. It's just like, shut up. Shut up with your gaslighting. Shut up with your nonsense. Americans are tired of being gaslit. And we know we're being gaslit by MAGA Republicans, but we're also being gaslit by large media networks who try to normalize and both sides' issues. That's just not the way it's going down. I had Bill Crystal, you had Walsh on your show, Michael Cohen, "Maya culpa. And I had Bill Crystal, former Republican, who's like, Look, I'm not a Republican anymore. These people are crazy right now. Like, they're not normal. They're not compassionate. I'm out. This was like, Dan Quayle, Ron Reagan, guy who started Weekly Standard, he's at least saying this Trump party's not the I'm out. And he admits I made mistakes. I was wrong. And that's okay. But the constant gaslighting that, oh, these Republicans are they're conservatives and it's both sides extreme B.S. And we're calling it out here on the Midas Touch Network. And I want to remind everybody of one of the features we have here at the Midas Touch Network and Cohen no pressure you don't have to do it but this has been very very popular lately so one of the ways we support the growth of this platform we don't have outside investors so the way we fund this is through our YouTube memberships thank you to everybody who's bought YouTube memberships you can buy memberships for yourself and you could buy memberships for others you can request to receive memberships as gifts but we also do it through our Patreon website as well at patreon.com/midas touch and we do the after show on our Patreon it's about 10 to 15 minutes of an after show we do it after every midas touch podcast now and if we forgot to say something if there was you know funny things happening during the show that maybe the viewers didn't get to see like my dog uh, chiquito trying to jump upon me while i was doing it upon. um jump upon jump upon jump upon um we <laughs> i you know, think we'll we, talk we... about
2: today and, the, and, and you keep calling it the after show ben we it, it's Midas as more can we get the branding right for the show that we do after this show yeah, you're right. It's after the show, but it's Midas more, And it's incredible. And the reviews so far have been amazing. And again, and that's for the Patreon community, which is different from the memberships that y'all are doing here to get the emojis on YouTube. So thank you, because those are amazing and hilarious. And all of this, it really does allow us to fund the network. It allows us to make MidasTouch.com. It allows us to get the editing resources to do the videos at the clips that we're doing that. And we're doing it because it matters. And because for too long, Legacy Media has let us down. And we're here and you're here the Midas Mighty cannot thank y'all enough for meeting this moment because this moment will go down in history as hey who are the truth tellers and who are the liars and you're gonna have to look in the mirror one day you're gonna have to look at your kids your grandkids whomever and you're gonna have to really figure out hey where did I stand at this pivotal moment in history I know where I stand I know where y'all stand and that's what the Midas Mighty and the Midas Touch community so I thank you want to make y'all. sure
0: everybody gets Michael Cohen's book Revenge Yes. Um, wherever book and audiobooks are sold. If you don't have a copy of Revenge, it is a must read specifically at this moment where the real weaponization <laughs> of the Department of Justice was taking place under Bill Barr and under the Donald Trump regime. Michael Cohen gives you a firsthand account of what went down, how he was held as a political prisoner. The book is called Revenge. Wherever books and audio books are sold, just search it on Google. It is called Revenge. Also, Michael Cohen's got a legal defense fund because Donald Trump sued him for $500 million in federal court in the Southern District of Florida. If you're able to support Michael Cohen's legal defense fund, we will leave a link in the description as well. And you can also check out Political Beatdown, the show I co-host with Michael Cohen we do it twice a week live here on the Midas Touch Network. Subscribe to Political Beatdown on audio podcasts, and you can catch it every Tuesday, and you can catch it every Thursday on uh, here on the Midas Touch Network. Go to store.midastouch.com for the best pro-democracy gear. That's store.midastouch.com. For the best pro-democracy gear, 100% union made, 100% made in the United States. We realize that today there's one of the make attorneys, get attorneys. And uh, I think, you know, ev- even though he's off the legal team, that Drew Findling probably caught a break having nothing to do with Donald Trump and getting out when he did so appreciate all of you spending this historic day with us i truly appreciate you michael cohen spending the full two hours with Jordy and myself filling in as the fourth brother brett is getting some much needed time off uh brett enjoy we love you if you are watching and we love you even if you're not uh, watching as well. Again, I want to thank all the Midas Mighty, those who watch the political beatdown, Cohen and I refer to as the beatdown Brigaders, those who watch and listen to Legal AF or the Legal AFers, but we're all here, one community, one pro-democracy community that you all created where intelligence and compassion and being unapologetically pro-democracy matters. And as Cohen says, if you just share the show and the Midas Touch Network with one family member, a friend, or coworker, or a colleague, or neighbor, then two, then three, then five, they'll share it. And then the growth will be exponential as it has been where we hit 1.5 million subscribers, 1.5 today,
2: million subscribers B. On,
0: on our way to 2 million subscribers. Let's and go. none of that's possible without you, the Midas Mighty. Hey, we ben, love you. We're morning. grateful for you. Quick go question
1: away. for you. I've never been on Patreon before. But I'm in. Um, Let's go. I just need you to tell me how to do this.
0: (laughs) We We will tell you how to do it. Absolutely. Everybody check out the after show. We have to record it first. more and and brett's away so we're gonna have to figure out how to get it up without brett um but we'll figure it we'll figure it out, we'll figure we'll it out, out. with salty that's patreon <laughs> that's patreon.com slash midas touch go sign up now patreon.com slash midas touch thank you for everyone who got who got became a member thank you everybody who watched and who shares this video it's just thank you thank you from the bottom of all of our hearts we'll see you next time on the midas touch podcast jordy take it away
2: shout out to the midas my day the midas.